hello, hello. This is Kimberly and Miranda with Tipsy Mystics, and it is our pre-post Halloween episode where we're all excited about spiders and witches and ghosts and Halloween and candy. And so, just to be clear, this is we're recording this pre-Halloween, pre-post, but it's going to go up on post-Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Miranda, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking this um, not very good Pennsylvania wine. Well, Pennsylvania and isn't known for its vineyards, is it? It's not. It is not. Okay. I will say they are getting better. They are getting mm. better. Um, and it's one of those that, like, if you're at the winery, you know, which is always fun to go to a winery and sit outside and drink some wine, and if it's good enough, then it's still fun, you know? And, um, but I'm not sitting outside at a winery. I'm drinking it at my house, and <laughs> I had, like, a glass and a half yesterday, and I couldn't finish it. I put it in my fridge, and now I'm having... Another glass is <laughs> like really an hour drink. Bad it's not. Like, I have to finish this wine. It's, it's not horrible, but it's just not like I wish I had something. I, I wish I had like a berry seltzer or something to like mix in it. Oh, or you know, when it's really bad, I just cook with it. Yeah, or like make a sangria or something. But um, but I wanted it, and it was I wanted wine, and it was open. So I'm you it. sound you sound like you're disgusted. It's hysterical. Well, I am drinking ginger tea today because it is the aftermath of my birthday weekend. Woo! And so we had some there was a little bit of drinking going on, nothing crazy, but um it was several days in a row. So I am taking a break with some ginger tea and some water. And I think that this is a great time to go into the first uh, subject, which, of course, since we always talk about food, mm -hmm. like the first 10 minutes, right? It's related to food. It's about teeth. So The, the things we need to eat the food. Teeth, right. Well, because I went on this absolute, like, why? I went into, like, a foxhole for two days on the symbolism of teeth. Okay. And it was because I went to the dentist and I literally was like, I have not missed a single day of brushing and flossing. I'm like that poster child, right? For taking care of my teeth. And he's like, you have three cavities. <gasps> I'm like, there's no way, there's no way, but they have freaking like software now. The, the, the dentist doesn't even need to look anymore. The software picks it out and it shows this big red graph and it's blinking and you know you're just going to die if you don't get the thing filled. And, yeah. You know, it's like I, crazy. It's almost like thought police, right? Like, mm, we think you might have a cavity. Let's just fill it. No, this is seriously like, look. Here's the change in your tooth enamel here and this and this and that. But all of that aside, all of that aside, what really sent me into the tailspin was really thinking about teeth because teeth are irreplaceable, mm -hmm. right? I mean, not we're not like sharks, like where we have 15 rows and one falls out and one just moves up in the next row, which would be cool. I mean, we but, do... 
They are replaceable to a certain age. What, like seven? Yeah, like you have a baby teeth and then you have your adult teeth underneath. That's not like a shark. It's a little bit like a shark. Not really. I mean, it's one time and it's just a, a coming of age change. But after that, once you're an adult, you're screwed, right? What about those extra teeth? Like... I had the worst experience getting my wisdom teeth out. Well, the, see, those are also irreplaceable, but those are teeth you don't want. So now we've got a set of teeth that you do want mm-hmm. and a set of teeth that you don't want, mm-hmm. right? And my big question was, like, if we're creating our reality and we have turned our beliefs into our body, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're on Earth. We're following specific guidelines that are part of the Earth plane, like form, right? And part of that form is that you, as a human, don't have 15 rows of teeth, right? You get one set of teeth. And so what a huge lesson that is for us to consider who's taking care of those teeth. Right? Like, it's like the thing on your body that you are solely responsible for. Like, no one's going to come in at night and brush your teeth and then leave an invoice and go. Right? It's all you. Yeah. What? A, yeah. But, but the, the irreplaceability of teeth. It's like you learn to take care of yourself in your form. Right? And, I mean, we know we're light, but we're going from this dense carbon-based life form to a crystalline life form, right? And Mm -hmm. which is basically you're turning into light. So why do we have to make teeth irreplaceable? Like what was the purpose behind that unless there's some kind of symbolism involved in it that we as humans are supposed to figure out someday. Have you figured it out in your hole, your foxhole? Um, yeah, you know, I have. Okay. But tell me about your, tell me about what you think about teeth. I have to look something up. Um, so, and I don't know a ton about, um, medical astrology and the body parts that each sign is associated with, but I do know that Capricorn is associated with your teeth. Because, and all your bones, because they create the form of your body. They create the structure, you know, that your body is um, built on. So they're kind of the foundation because it's bone. So I, I would imagine it has something to do with structure and form and other Capricorn archetypes, like authority. I don't know. I mean, I will say um, that definitely can feel admonished by a dentist more so than other doctors, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but and and but because the only thing a dentist can do is help you maintain, right? Mm-hmm. Once once you've been the bad human being and you've eaten too much fructose or whatever, and you have damage in your enamel, all he can do is stop the damage from getting worse yeah 
So, I mean, imagine that's like the most helpless <laughs> job ever. It's like, I'll do the best I can, but, you know, it's all about you and when you brush and what yeah. you eat, right? I also heard that um, dentists are like the doctors that have the highest suicide rate. What's that about? Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but would you want to be digging in someone's mouth all day? Oh, God, no. Gross. It's so gross. But, like, you chose this job. They get paid well. Let's just put that out there. Dentists <laughs> and hygienists, they get paid well. That's cool. I mean, that's good. But, I mean, this, the poor guy, he he's doing his best. And, yeah. okay, so I wrote a few things about teeth during my two-day teeth bender. Okay, let's hear it. So... Teeth are the only part of the body that I can think of that doesn't regrow parts of itself back. Cells regenerate everywhere else in the body, so why not in the teeth, right? So that that's what started me out, right? I got into the 3D medical part, and then I started to go deeper. Uh, the fact that they're not self-healing, right? And generally, you know, if you've ever had one of those dreams, I'm, I'm sure everybody has, where you are talking to someone in the dream and your teeth fall out mm -hmm. and you're yeah, like, oh my one. God, oh my God, right? And generally that's related to uh, saying something you can't take back. Oh, yeah. Again, I can't take back with your teeth. Right. It's something completely permanent, right? You say something to someone, it goes in their ears and it gets into their signature mm. and you are done, right? So common archetype there where you're you're dreaming about losing teeth yeah and permanence yeah so i want to know i'm going up a level now we're going past the self-healing part and all of that what is what limitations do we have to believe as humans in order to say all right teeth can heal now we're going to get rid of these limitations we're going to say all right now as a collective we're going to start believing that teeth can heal because we know it was just a limitation that was placed on us while we were here playing on the game board basically yeah i mean i think that's goes along with the beliefs about healing everything else you know which and is what, a really, really, really tough thing to believe. That someone else you, can heal you or that you can heal yourself? Both. Yeah. Um, it's a really tough thing without, you know, these, I mean, because all these permission slips, whether it be a drug or some sort of therapy, it's still a permission slip, right? But it's the permission slip that we're permitted to... Uh, believe in in the 3d in the society that we live in right now so you know you have to keep using that um but it's i think when people start seeing others actually in the mainstream and start believing that they can heal themselves um then it'll get more popular but you need that people still are in a place where they need that permission to believe and whether it's the permission is um a doctor or a medicine or if it's plant-based or if it's crystal based or if it's reiki i mean they're like kind of all 
different levels of permission slips and, and reasons, things that you're allowed to believe that can heal you. I mean, Reiki is just like, and it's still just an intention. Even if mm-hmm. we get, and what are those, what are those like blankets? I forget that they have that you can buy. Um, that you put are on. Are you talking yeah. the weighted ones? No, I forget. It's a word, but someone was making them. Uh, but it's supposed to like heal you. It has en- some sort of energetic frequency that you're supposed to put on you, and it heals. Um, like but a, that's all. Like they're a, all permission slips. Exactly. It's like a yeah. Reiki blanket. But yeah, they're all. I mean, in the end, it's like an intention when you heal your, you know, whatever belief or block or limit that you're setting on yourself, then you're going to heal. Okay. Well. So I went deeper than that because it took two days to go through here <laughs> and it gets a little fuzzier. So here we're little kids, right? We go to our parents teach us how to take care of our teeth, right? How to follow like hygiene guidelines, right? And the dentist tells you and we grow up with this specific set of uh rules that we're supposed to follow in order to maintain our teeth right and you i'm sure you know that there are people who are like they barely take care of their teeth at all mm-hmm. like they bear and they have never had a cavity and mm-hmm. they can eat anything they want and you're like okay so there's someone who's already breaking the rules right an mm-hmm. outlier Right. So that could send us up a little bit of red flag like, all right, well, there's one person who isn't doing that. And what do we say? We would say, well, he's exactly. just lucky. Right. He's lucky. It's I mean, just that's a matter what I say about time. people. People who can eat whatever they want and they don't gain weight. It's like, well, if they can do it on this yeah. earth plane, why the fuck can't I? All it takes is one person to be able to do it. Right. One person that's shows an example of I can do this. Right. So then there's me who takes really good care of my teeth and I go there and I get cavities and they're itty bitty cavities. Like, you know, the, the software catches them when they're a little pinpoint, but you still mm-hmm. got to go through the stupid drilling and all the Novocaine and all that crap. Ugh. You know, it's Ugh. Just a, right. And then it's half your mouth is numb and like yeah. you and drink you gotta drive water home. out of yeah. a straw and it's like warm and cold in your yeah. mouth. <laughs> Maybe get that tingly. <laughs> That's gonna be me in two days. Yes, whether and the, and the cavities are always on both sides of the mouth, right? So that like you're gonna have a stick Ugh. stick in this side, a stick stick in this side, uh, and then, and then there, yeah. So that's to look forward to, but delightful. I <laughs> I want to talk about how many people are afraid of the dentist, and we're gonna go deeper because we're gonna go beyond the you know, he's a scary looking guy and the chair looks like it's a an electric chair, right? <laughs> but I want to go symbolically why people are afraid of the dentist or why we, if we don't follow, if we don't follow those hygiene guidelines, what is our punishment, right? I feel it's, like it's shame. It is shame. Well, but then, you know, you've got the you people who are totally missing teeth and they're happier than pigs and shit right and you know so there's one person who's bucking that one they're the society because halloween's coming up 
my dad, um, he was missing his two front teeth. He had fake ones. Um, he lost it, um, like playing football or something when he was like a teenager, he lost his two front teeth. So he had like the false ones. Um, and then every year he'd like love to hand out candy. And so he would always take his like teeth out to hand out candy to kids and like scare them. And <laughs> he was a popular dad. <laughs> they were like, Miranda, your dad should go to the dentist. Yeah. I get it though. Um, so what happens when we don't follow those those guidelines is that we start to expect that things go wrong. We expect that we're going to get cavities, right? Oh, I didn't follow the rules. I'm going to get cavities, right? Cause and effect. Um, we know it's going to cost a lot of money because you know how much it costs to get a filling nowadays, right? Even with insurance, it's a lot of it's a lot of money. Plus, it's painful. You're going to get the stick stick with all the needles, right? And then you got the guilt, like, oh, I should have taken care of myself, mm -hmm. right? I deserve this punishment. I deserve it. Or even better, you can blame your parents for not teaching you properly, right? So all of mm. these things are associated with poor dentists, the poor guys. No wonder they commit suicide right there. Mm. These people are coming in and sitting in this chair already hating the guy. Anyway, so... Enough about teeth. I just wanted to say that that, that was kind of a, a, a little uh, spiral I went through. And you can do this with anything that's in your life. If, if it's showing up in your life, even a dentist, even those mundane things that yeah, we are all doing, there's a reason. So, okay, well, we, um, you had a very interesting manifestation this past week i did yeah so um it was i was talking of chatting with kim earlier in the day and kim you know likes to send me um funny like domain names that come up that she sees someone was chasing uh chasing kimberly.com ChasingKimberly.com. And I was like, wow, that's delightful. I, I was like, I want someone to chase me. Like, I just want somebody to care that I'm in their purview. Like, just somebody who, like, I feel like they care. That was maybe 2 p.m. or something. Um, two hours later, I go for my walk. And I get to, and I come up on an intersection where it's like a four lane street and I'm waiting for the walk sign. And as I like come up the street, there's someone like this guy standing um, on the other side of the, like where the crosswalk is, like on my side of the street. So I have my headphones in and he kind of walks up to me and he waves for me to like take my um, headphone out. And he's like, hi, can I ask you a question? He's like a 20, 20 year old dude, maybe. Um, I was like, sure. Uh, and he's like, I'd really like to keep in touch. And I was like, N no. <laughs> like, that was my immediate response. Like, no. Like, what? Is a total stranger just coming up and say, keep in touch. And uh, I was like, no, thank you. And then the walk sign goes up. So I, like, walk across the street. And I don't think he's following me. So I'm like, and I like get across the street. I'm like, holy fuck, that was so 
bizarre. Like you have the that just bizarre feeling of like, what just happened? Where am I? Like, why did that guy just come up to me like that? And I and I'm walking and I kind of see out of the corner of my eye that he's like running up behind me. Chasing. chasing. <laughs> he's chasing me. Um, and he like stops me again. And I take out my headphones. And like at this point, I can tell like he seems to be on the spectrum. Like he's talking to me like he's a five-year-old. Um, and, like, without any sort of emotion, like, very robotic. And he's obviously, like, a 20-year-old. And I'm like, hi again. He's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, sure thing. He's like, um, I'd really like to give you a hug. <laughs> he's like, also, I would really like your phone number so we can we can have a conversation. And I was like, oh, well, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really not comfortable with with that because you know I don't really know you and I um so I I'd rather not but I appreciate it and he's like oh okay it's just that you're you're so nice and also you're really pretty um and I just thought it would be nice to give you a hug and I was like wow I mean I really really appreciate that thank you so much but you know I'm just not comfortable with that right now but I appreciate it and he's like okay have a great day and I was like you too it was nice it was nice meeting you. And then he, I don't know, walked off or whatever. But um, and I didn't even remember the chasing Miranda thing, chasing Kim thing until I got home and I told Kim about it. And she was like, chasingmiranda.com. I was like, holy crap, he chased me. <laughs> but see, I want to ask you something. I heard this whole story just now. And did it never occur to you that it was a guide? Um, I mean, I guess. I It was just a person. <laughs> just a person. What do you think they look like? You think <laughs> they just drop in and they're like sparkly? No, they look like people. Yeah, but, you know, what's the difference? Everyone's a guide in some way, shape, or form, but yeah. Like, does well, he exist? Does he exist to get outside of this? I don't know, out of that do interaction. any of us, do any of us exist outside of an interaction? That's the no. thing, right? Well, they exist differently, you know what I mean? You have a different idea of someone and it kind of colors them and makes them different. But um, yeah, but it was nice to have a total stranger, regardless of how bizarre it was, just come up to me and tell me I'm really nice and pretty and that... They liked, you know, essentially that they liked having me in their, in their life. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. It was nice. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Well, you it know, on, you know, we say that people are on the spectrum and I have a lot of views about that. And I mean, to me, they're humans plus. Oh, as for far sure. As Absolutely. You know, I'm just, I'm just using that as a description for like, our, and the way he talked and acted and stuff. It wasn't like, I didn't have any fear around it. It wasn't like an actual, like, normal 20-year-old dude, like, you know, hey, let's keep in touch. Give me your phone number. You know what I mean? It wasn't like that at all. It was very much like having a conversation with, a like, a child, you know? That was a total guide. He, he got you. That's yeah. good. That's love right there. It is. Whether it whether he nice. you know whether he had a uh, part of him on the spectrum as a human, and he's aware of it or not, you still got contacted by, you know, the mostly five mm-hmm. D part of him. Absolutely, yeah. 
What a gift. Yeah, it was lovely. So I <laughs> sent I sent you three pictures this morning of puzzle pieces. Seriously. So bizarre. The most bizarre manifestations I think I've ever had all on one walk mm -hmm. in the hills. The first one on Sunset Boulevard, a honeycomb with wax and bees in it. Oh, there were bees the too? There were, yeah, they were kind of expired bees, but there oh. were a couple, yeah. Um, and like just on the street. <laughs> on like the someone was just having a snack and threw their garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh was there and just was like <laughs> I think Winnie the Pooh even ate out of a honey pot. Right. This well was listen like... though, hold on. Now Winnie the Pooh. Right? He's a bear. Mm-hmm. Alright, so pantsless bear. A pantless bear. And so I of course took a picture of that because I keep getting all these weird manifestations and I don't take pictures and people are like, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, you saw that. So if I'm going to tell the story, I'm going to have to have the picture to back it up from now on. Yeah, just get receipts. I've got evidence, whatever that is, in 3D. So then I go up a little bit and there is a fallen bamboo plant, big, thick bamboo plant fallen across the sidewalk. There's a box on top of it with like a dinner napkin, like a formal dinner napkin draped over it. Yeah, fabric uh, napkin. I'm like, I have no clue what that means. And the reason I'm mentioning these weird things is because often you'll see something and it will, it will, it will, it will trigger something in you, some symbol that you've been using or seeing often. It brings up memories. It brings up. Um, desires and mm -hmm. these things had none of those references meaning i don't there's nothing attached to them right now so i snap a picture of that sucker go up the hill come down the hill and then in the middle of the street is a blue um inner tube mm -hmm. a blown, blown up. up blown <laughs> up inner tube so I take a picture of that, right? And I'm it says thinking, fun boy on it. Fun boy. I didn't even see that. What? <laughs> well, I mean, I snapped it in the dark. It was almost, uh, it was dark. Yeah. Okay, well. It says fun boy on it. <laughs> fun boy. Okay. And it's blue. That's good. And so as I come back down, um, just at the bottom, a motorcyclist pulls up right in front of me, does a U-turn right in front of me and goes down the street a little bit. Now that has symbolism for me because I suck at U-turns on a motorcycle. Like, I think that might be why I had my little accident, but well, it was, I'm not really good. It's not that easy to do, to make a tight turn. So I'm like, damn, that was good, right? That was a good turn, right? And so there's a food truck down there. There's a Mexican food truck that has a line. And I guess this guy was getting a burrito or something. But as I come down, I, of course, have to look at the bike. It's a given, right? And I look at the, he's just getting back on. And he has a helmet on. But over it is this bear costume with, like, fuzzy bear ears. It's like a hoodie. And I'm like, 
Okay, that's not weird at all. I mean, you know, you see him every once in a while, but it was just one of those yeah. things, just like your guy running across the street where it's just so much out of place Yeah, that you're like, all right, this is something you pay attention to because this is a universe saying, I've got something fun for you. You know, are you going to recognize it and have fun with it or and use it as a building block, which is, you know, something that you can take and wonder about or yeah. envision or wonder question. is wonder is wonderful wonder we is need to, wonderful and that's how you create so when you start to like wonder about things and have these like odd things show up in your life that's when you know you can be your best most powerful creator and like dig into stuff that's when the like good knowledge comes in yeah, because if it's showing up in your purview, then it's there for you to use as a building block, right? To wonder about. So I had some things to wonder about and I brought them, you know, I'm there. They haven't opened up into anything yet, but it's it's kind of cool to get new symbols showing up, not things that I've been looking at for years and years and years. So yeah, because like it might come that might come later like what that means you'll see another oh, thing and then it'll definitely connect it. whatever later is right yeah. <laughs> so you know things happen out of order at this point so we don't really know what later is um but there's been a lot of a lot of dots being connected these past uh, couple days same the past couple weeks really like oh okay 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 <laughs> and they're all little things that you don't yeah. really remember and then you're like oh i noted that but i had no idea what it was about and now it's like oh, i get it right so you'll revisit it you'll note mm -hmm. it like i noted my motorcycle rider and eventually something's going to come up in whatever next moment there is that's going to be like oh that makes total sense now but it didn't because you didn't have all the information before so these are examples of the universe giving you little bits and pieces so that you can learn that we are not living a linear existence. Nope. <laughs> so with that said, we have this, this past week, we have been dealing with some connectivity issues, right? Besides the dots we were just talking about, but <laughs> like connections. I know that you and I discussed this morning that we both had funky stuff going on at the base of our skull in the back yes it's still there yeah so that's the medulla and that is um kind of an important part of the brain uh <laughs> it manages a lot of functions and you said you were reading something from amanda ellis why don't we mention what that is in case someone wants to look it up oh yeah she just did a, i up actually haven't actually watched the video yet to hear what she said about it but she did you know put in a time marker in her latest video um that she put out on today's the 27th i think uh about i think she did it on the full moon but she was talking about how um or I guess I'll find out which exactly she talked about, but it was about um, upgrades and things coming in for the, I don't know, the your brain function. Right. So the medulla 
But I got I had asked my guides about it, and they had mentioned that it's like a um, a brainstem thing. They right, also said, which thing. you know, you don't like it when they say these things. They're like, yeah, well, we've never done this before, so we miscalculated. <laughs> Oh, that's why you have gosh. such a that's why you have such a bad headache and like you're in a lot of pain. Like sorry about that. We just didn't know. <laughs> we were just so, shooting you up with energy and we just overdid yeah, it. Yeah, we bit. overshot it and like your ego's really hanging on there and it doesn't want to let go. So it's fine. It'll be fine. But it's, you know, it's like but, it, but that's right. you know that's that's our guides and our guides whatever you want to call them yeah. our other aspects of ourselves are also ascending and they're yeah. doing their part in their contribution in their service to us by sending us energy sending us ideas sending us fun boys <laughs> you know and yeah. and those things and it's not they're not finished products as we are not as well right exactly. they're they're not done they're also ascending with us they're so, here they're learning through helping us so they don't know exactly how to get it right um especially <laughs> since humans are like this whole planet is in i mean you've got you've got energy on all octaves right now mm -hmm. right i mean you got from the densest to the to some serious light going on so they're probably like i don't know who do we aim at do we like aim at the average do we exactly they've okay. been telling me for a while especially during um quarantine and covid times they're like yeah everything's taking longer than we thought we can't we can't go as fast um, energetically to like, you know, sending energy onto the planet to shift your body because your bodies just aren't working as well as we thought they would. Like, so they're like, everything is taking longer than we thought. So. Well, you should put in the request for the teeth thing. Like, you know, send some extra tooth energy if you're going to be doing it. But yeah, I mean, we're not, I think we're just stuck at home right there's so many people who are they're learning self-care but they're i don't know i'm ready to get the hell out of here as far as not earth i mean well yes earth but not <laughs> earth <laughs> but i mean i'm ready to get out into public more and and see my yeah. people because i spend hours almost in meditation watching people and sending love out there whether it be a starbucks or a park or whatever and i kind of miss that yeah um, it's Same. like the whole eckhart tolle thing like i'm just gonna sit on a park bench and be love yeah right it's well, not easy with the mask on no as you were just talking about being around people i was thinking how i am going to my sisters with the kids for trick-or-treating and like halloween at their house this weekend and um she was like well are you gonna come around with us to go trick-or-treating and I was like um yes I was like just thinking about just the thought of like little kids going trick-or-treating running around to every house you know and getting your candy and like the joy that exists oh you know what I mean God. just to be near that joy and that feeling Such. of like delight from kids I was like I'm not going to miss that, you know, just being in that energy just sounds wonderful and delightful. So, yes, absolutely, I'll be there. 
I want a whole Halloween planet. I'm yeah, gonna create a whole Halloween planet. Like I'm, I'm gonna be a fortune teller. Wouldn't <laughs> it just be fantastic? Like you know, and we're creating For Halloween. This, that's so... that's my costume. That's what I. Oh, this year. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about on our planet. No, I'm gonna be a fortune teller. I'm gonna bring my tarot well, cards, that... and I have a magic eight ball, and I bought a turban. So. And I got, and I rented this really awesome, like, long black faux fur coat. It's going to look really cool. (laughs) You're already a fortune teller. I know, but people actually ask me to tell them their fortunes, and guess what? They're going to be surprised, because I'm going to actually do it. Because I know what your cards say. There's going to be a bunch of people, like, next week, like, holy shit. She was right. <laughs> she really practiced her role. <laughs> exactly. Just don't give everybody like the tower card or the death card, even though the death card is my favorite tarot card. Yes. People are terrified of it. Yeah. Oh, I love a good death card. It means I did the work and. Right. Know. But the tower. Eh. Uh, well, you know what? It pulls what it pulls, you know. Well, Maybe. you know, burning zombies off of a you know, a tall building. It just, something about the symbolism there is just not (laughs) making me sing. (laughs) Okay, so talk to me about what's going on with um, astrology. Oh, God. Well, everyone knows Mercury retrograde. Oh, it's been messing up my computer big time. It's been messing up miscommunications and stuff with my... um, my contractor and the mortgage company and the red own department it was just a mess that I had to like I had to clean up you know I was trying to be good and like let people do their job because I'm trying to like trust that people are going to do things that I don't have to step in and do them turns out no I absolutely had to step in and do do all of it I spent most of my day working on it so that was annoying. So thanks, Mercury Retrograde, but uh, I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to be learning from that. <laughs> um, and what else is happening? You know, we're just in Scorpio season. I was just talking, I was just on the phone with a girlfriend before this, and she was, like, just talking about, like, healing stuff that was happening to her. She's like, man, it's healing season right now. And I was like, no, it actually is because it's Scorpio season and Scorpio is healing. She's like, oh, really? It's Ugh. like, yeah, this shit's real. The shit <laughs> is real. The, this I'm, shit is real. I'm a Scorpio. I'm thankful I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, and then so Halloween. So it's Halloween and it's also a, a full moon and it's a blue moon because a blue moon is the second full moon in a month, if you happen to have um, two full moons in a month, which is it's normally just one, but every now and then when you have it like the first day of the month and you have uh, 31 days, you could have two. So it's not really blue. So, no. What were you, can you hear me? Can you oh, hear you're me? back. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever you were going to say, don't me? say it. I can hear you. You can? I can't hear you now. Oh, um, wow. All right. Well, that means that whatever she was going to say wasn't supposed to come out. I don't think it was me this time. Blue moon. 
All right, here she comes. Can you hear me? Yes. Whatever it was you were going to say, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to say it or going to say it in a different way. I don't know. Okay, That's anyway. Happened. Stupid Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Mercury maybe just playing a little joke on us. Because um, they're like, you're paying attention to Mercury retrograde. You're giving it all power. of this power. And yeah. then what happens? Right? And that shit happens. Um, anyway. Well, I have another question for you. Tell me something that has dropped from your life that you used to see a lot during your awakening process. Like what stage have you passed now? Things that I used to see a lot. Um, gosh, I don't know. It's weird because my life has changed so much by like working from home, you know, working from home now and like a lot of things I used to see every day, I don't see every day, you know what I mean? So it's hard to be like, well, what dropped because I just don't see it and what, because I don't live that life anymore. Um, because you're not going out anymore is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not going out. I don't have my normal routine. I'm stuck in my cave. In your cave. Well, like, for instance, for me, just to give you an example, maybe it'll help you think of some. Like, I used to see repeating numbers all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, 1111 aside, because I think that one's probably going to stay forever. It's such a strong symbol. But, like, 555 would mean, to me, I would give it some, uh, the meaning of rapid change coming, things like that um the 222 for relationships and all these things that i gave meaning to that were showing up to me to basically uh confirm Mm -hmm. that i was seeing a synchronicity and now those numbers are gone i used to when i've been watching license plates since i was a kid i love license plates i love all the numbers and the cool ways people can make words from you know, seven (laughs) letters, right? Uh Uh, And I've always had a personalized license plate for that reason. But I used to look at them and I would see, like I would be driving on the highway surrounded by four cars and all of them would have 444 in the license plate. Like that's how powerful I made that symbol for me. Mm -hmm. And it seems like I kind of outgrew it. Like it doesn't, I, I see it now. I'm like, oh, isn't that cute? But it doesn't have that same meaning impact. to me. The yeah. impact. Yeah. I mean, so, I still see the repeating numbers all the time, but it's just a hi. How are you? I mean, I never put like a crazy meaning to it apart from just like that they were saying hi and you're on the right path. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure lots lots of things have left my life and because I don't need them anymore. But I can't think of like a very specific one right now. Um, I I would say in a, on a positive note that a lot of like triggering conversations and stuff from people like at work, like a boss or something like I they happen less. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not triggered by them anymore. I'm just like, whatever, I don't care. And after you have a few of those 
whatever, I don't care, like they stop coming, which is a nice thing, which, which makes it very quiet. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> so and then, like, you know, I think one of the best books ever written was Ask and It Is Given mm -hmm. from Abraham Hicks. And I think that was probably the book that really sprang me forward a whole lot. But, you know, one thing that Abraham was always big about was focusing on the best parts of someone and letting the other stuff slide off your back like a duck, yeah. just like you were saying, right? Where, I mean, and there's some people I'm sure that we've all, if we've worked in an office that we're like, oh, that person grates on me every time I see them. And they might have a little bit of a challenge finding something that they like about a person. But as soon as you do, and you start focusing on that thing that you like about a person, then that other piddly stuff, it kind of just fades away, like you said. Yeah, also, it's, it has a lot to do with, like, what I believe is true about myself. You know, and they were triggering something in me that I needed to... Uh, no longer believe in they needed to no longer use as a limit you know that oh I'll never be respected or I'll never be um, you know looked at in in a in a position of authority or knowledge or wisdom or something you know what I mean and when I stopped needing their validation in those areas and I knew I was worthy of it um, and I didn't need it from another person then like those sort of triggering conversations and events stopped coming up, which is delightful. Delightful, delightful. You don't have, we were talking about this the other day when you have that moment where it's like crap comes out of literally nowhere and just sinks you back down. Like someone oh. like threw a 10 pound weight at you in the pool. Like you're just floating on your float and someone's like, here you go. And you're like, whoop. That fun boy, I would have gone right through the hole and down. <laughs> I know right. it is. It's kind of like someone just basically gives you like a giant weight and you fall back into the basement, right? Yeah. And like, thank, oh. you know, thankfully the basement is not as low as it used to be, right? Yeah. So, it's you know, and walkouts now. Here is what happens. You, you just start going off in these damn rabbit holes and hopefully the rabbit holes are not in the basement all the time, no. right? So I definitely had some things thrown on me as well where we were we were doing fine, everything was good, and then you get a, a text or you get an email or something and you're like, really? I thought I was done with that, right? Yeah. Well, Apparently if... Not. If it's coming back to you, you're not done with it yet. And yeah, that's the reminder. Frisbee just smacks you right in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> I threw this months ago. <laughs> well, and it goes all the way around the world and comes back. Right? Because, and, you know, that's the universe saying, hey, how you doing with this? Do we need to keep sending this to you? Or can we, can, can this be the last time? Right? And again, how you respond to it each time. And now I can see where I really mess up a lot. Like, oh shit, I repeated that same behavior yet again. And most of that is related to habit. Mm -hmm. And so 
It is. It's we can blame. We can blame mer Mercury retrograde. We can blame, you know, cement blocks being thrown at us. But all said and done, it's just us seeing how far we've come. So Exactly. Yeah. But I'm starting to get to the point where I'm actually letting go of those things because I don't see them coming up again. Um, but that's just who knows how long it's going to continue. All right. Well, here we are at the end of another episode it was uh it's all mercury retrograde's fault and yeah. don't forget to please brush your teeth oh and here's a quiz for you and i'll get the answer for next time and i know you're going to google it or ask siri but i'm going to give you that question anyway what is the proper order of taking care of your teeth so you've got three options you've got the water pick you got the toothbrush and you've got floss. And so that's your quiz. And we'll go over the answer next time. Okay. I'm gonna... All right. <laughs> Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. cheers.